you know, I was all set to talk about something completely different today. But then one conversation changed all of that, just completely changed it. Right. What do you do when you're faced with why? Why did you cut your hair? Why did you move? Why did you quit your job? Why aren't you doing this anymore? Sometimes, depending on who it's coming from and how it's communicated, our first instinct is to get defensive, right? And in being defensive, we start to list all the reasons why we made our choice. And we do so with an attitude. We try to justify our decisions to others. And then some of us go into overdrive trying to convince people that our decision was a good choice. Forgetting that we're the ones that have to live with the consequences of our choices, whether good or bad. So in today's episode of Notice Self Diaries, I want to talk to us about standing by our choices. Okay, so let's step back for a bit and let me tell you what inspired today's topic. So the thought came to me to let one of my friends know that I will no longer be uploading my podcast to YouTube. And before I continue, for those of you who have already subscribed to my channel, I am so sorry, but my YouTube channel no longer exists because I really want to put more effort and energy into creating audio content as opposed to audio and video. So I'm really, really sorry about that, okay? You can still follow Notice Self Diaries on the other platforms, which I'll mention at the end of the show. So, yes, the plan was to let her know that I won't be uploading to YouTube anymore and to remind her of the other platforms that she can listen from. But before I even got to the part where I tell her where she can listen from, I was interrupted by a three minute voice note, which was part I understand and respect your decision and part, but why though, right? So while listening to the voice note, I fought the urge so hard not to get annoyed, right? And just to be clear, she wasn't rude or disrespectful or anything, but my initial thoughts were, honestly, it's my choice. I never asked your opinion, Why are you telling me this, you know? But instead of getting all worked up, I decided to take the situation as a teachable moment. And what I learned is what I want to share with you in today's podcast. The first being respectfully stand by your decision, point blank, period. And to illustrate today's topic, I'm going to be talking about the story of David and Goliath, which you can find in 1 Samuel 17. Now, it is so easy so, so easy to allow opinions of others to change our minds. Sometimes all it takes is literally one conversation for us to start questioning and doubting ourselves. And before you know it, we end up betraying ourselves and going back on our word because of what someone would have said to us. When my friend went on to give me her reasons as to why I could have continued to upload to YouTube... I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I did feel a slight pinch of doubt and for a moment I wondered if I was making the right choice. I started to think of losing potential subscribers. I started to think about the few subscribers that I already had and how they would feel with the content not being on on YouTube anymore. All sorts of things crossed my mind. But then I stopped and said to myself, wait, you know what? 
You know the back and forth you went through just to make that decision. She doesn't. You talk to God about it. She didn't. So even attempting to give a long, detailed explanation as to why I made my choice would have been a waste of energy. I decided instead to simply stand by my choice. And I think I said something along the lines of, you know what? I hear what you're saying. I completely understand. But I am choosing to move in a direction that's more comfortable for me. Okay, that's it. I didn't give her a 2000 word essay about why. Instead, I chose to stand by my decision. Was it easy? No, it wasn't. I was a bit uneasy, as most of us would feel whenever our decisions are being questioned. But then I thought, how else would we grow? How else would I grow if it is we don't face those uncomfortable situations, you know? So this is where I want to bring up the story of David and Goliath. And I'm only going to be extracting aspects of the story that's relevant to today's topic. Now, when David made the bold step, I would say, to fight Goliath, he was not a soldier of any kind. My boy was accustomed to feeding sheep, not slaying giants. All he knew was that someone was disrespecting his God and his people, and he wanted to do something about it. He heard the whispers. He heard the judgment being passed on him because he didn't look the part to kill Goliath. He recognized that he was the only one among hundreds of actual soldiers brave enough to fight this nine-foot-tall giant who was obviously bigger and stronger than he was. But despite all of that, he stood by his decision to fight. And that really jumped out at me because I thought even the leader of this army was scared and was wondering how we're going to defeat this giant and all the other warriors from the other side. And here it is, this young boy. Mandrew David wasn't even a grown man at the time. He was a young boy. Here it is, this young boy stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And regardless of what people had to say, regardless of how people felt about him, regardless of how people saw him, he did not let that deter him from doing what he had set out to do. We will make decisions that people don't understand and just by virtue of being a human, they will try to convince us to go in another direction. Some will do so subtly and some will do so blatantly. But what you're not going to do is allow people who don't share your vision, who don't understand your goals, to tell you how to do the things that you've set out to do. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm in no way trying to tell you to shun wise advice but what I'm hoping you'd get is if you continue to go in every direction people point out to you, you're going to lose sight of your goals. So stand by your decision. You know you're wise. They don't have to. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And this is something that I am still learning because it's, it's just in us, well, some of us. It's just in some of us to over-explain, to tell people why we chose to do what we do. It's just in us to try to convince people to be on our side when really and truly, once we have our own backs, that's all we need. We don't need any other person to validate something. What if the person doesn't validate what you want to do? Are you going to let that stop you? Are you going to let what they have to say hinder you from accomplishing your goals? If that, if that is the case, you're never going to move in life. You're always going to stay in the same position. Now, we should never give no human being that level of control in our lives. None. You don't owe anyone an explanation. 
If after giving a straight to the point response to their question of why you're still being pressed, because obviously you didn't give them what they wanted, which was more details, just repeat what you said in a very calm way. I am choosing to do this. I'm comfortable with this. End of story. Don't back debate of going into over-explainer mode just to satisfy them. It's not about them. It's not about them giving their stamp of, of approval. It is about what you're most comfortable with. If they still insist, that is when you let them know, you know what? Since you want to play deaf, we're going to have to end this conversation. Now, I know you're going to be nicer than me. <laughs> I'll put it in a much nicer way, but you get the point. Not everyone is going to understand your reason for doing things, and you're not going to ever come across somebody who is always going to say yes, yes, yes to everything you do. You're always going to find some sort of opposition along the way, and you're going to have to be okay with that. And that brings me to my next point, which is there will be decisions that we will make that only God will understand, and that too is okay. Everything is not for everybody, and this includes your reasons behind your choices. Sometimes, God is the one who told us to go left instead of right. Do this this way and not that way. He is the one that you prayed to and asked for guidance, and he gave it to you. So he, more than anybody, understands why you made the choice, because he was the one that instructed you to go in that particular direction. You don't need to tell anybody all of that. Some of them won't even understand. Some of them don't even want to hear nothing about God and praying and all that. They don't want to hear none of that. So you don't need to go into, well, you know, I was praying to God about it and this is what I felt led to do. No, you don't need all of that. You know what some people are going to hit you with when you say something like that? They're going to say something along the lines of, you sure that was God? Why would God tell you to do that? And that, if you're not confident with your decision, is going to open the doors to fear and doubt and the whole nine. Don't allow yourself to be cornered by someone who was not there when you were discussing certain things with God. And even if they were present, you and God understand the vision. They don't. The goal that you've set out to accomplish is yours. It is not theirs. So if your methods and ways of actualizing your vision and accomplishing your goals ruffle some feathers and it has some people scratching their heads, let it. Let it bother them. Let them say what they have to say. As long as you're following God's instructions, as long as you're doing what he's telling you to do, even if it seems crazy, even if it seems unorthodox, you don't need to worry about how your actions are being perceived by others. Trust me, that is a complete waste of time and energy. The final point I want to highlight in today's session as it relates to standing by a decision is an opinion is not a license for you to change your mind. It is not. Not because someone gave you their opinion on something related to you and your fears means you should change your decision. If all of us operated that way, we'd be flipping, hopping, running, skipping every time someone started off by saying, well, I think dot, dot, dot. You know, remember people's opinions get its value from us. Okay. People's opinions get its value from us. Let that sink in. 
you are very much capable of listening to someone else's perspective and still stand by your choice. When Saul first told David that he was incapable of fighting Goliath, because again, he was a young boy, that did not stop David. David heard what he said, but he didn't let that affect his confidence in no way, shape, or form. He didn't let what was said about him from the king, from the leader, weaken his confidence in himself. He still pressed on to do the seemingly impossible. He didn't let Saul's opinion change his mind. And I, when that revelation came to me, I was like, that is so true. Any person in authority telling us that we can't do something, for some of us, it would really shake our confidence. Especially if we look up to that person or we have a lot of respect for that person. If they look at us and tell us, I don't think you're capable, it's going to make us feel away. But even then, if we are confident that we can get the job done, if we're confident that this is what I'm supposed to do, not even their opinion should shake us. Not even their opinion should cause us to cower and walk away. And I respect David so much for not allowing Saul to tell him, you know what, I don't think you're fit because you're just a young boy. He was like, okay, bet. I'm going to do it anyway. Can I tell you something? Life is a practice. And this is something that I'm learning and I'm being reminded of on a consistent basis. Life is a practice. Okay? You only get better at something the more you practice it. So if it is that you're always swayed by what people have to say, and in talking to you, trust me, I'm talking to myself too. We can begin to practice remaining confident in our choices, no matter how uncomfortable we may feel when we are faced with opposition, no matter how many questions start to stir in our minds, no matter how we may feel as though we are being bullied to go left when we're determined to go right. This is how we build confidence if this is a weak area. We continue to practice. And what that looks like is not backing down from our decision and choosing to stand our ground, even when persons look us dead in the face and ask us, why are we doing this? It means not allowing another person's opinion of us or what it is that we set out to do or how we set out to do it to change or influence us to go in a completely different direction. Another thing too, and we may not always want to admit it, and this is something I know I've been guilty of, is sometimes we invite negativity from others by telling them things that we're not supposed to be telling them. We talk a little bit too much. Guilty, been there, done that, still working on it, please pray for me. If you know that there's a particular person that always gives you hell regarding the decisions you make, stop telling them what your next move is going to be. Bite your tongue if you have to. Ask the whole host of heaven to help you keep your mouth shut if that is what it's going to come down to. But stop giving that person ammunition to kill your dreams. If you want to cut your hair, don't tell them anything. If you want to start a new career path, zip it. If you're thinking of buying that new car that you've been eyeing for months, knowing that you can afford it, don't even say boo. A lot of times, people actually get offended or they're off-put by our decisions because one, they themselves don't have the confidence to go after the things they really want. Two, they might have tried to do something or they might have tried to accomplish whatever it is they set out to accomplish and they failed, so they think that no one else can get through because they didn't. Three, they're so used to doing things a particular way that when you step in with your unconventional ways, 
it challenges it challenges them to rethink what they have been accustomed to. It challenges them to face the fact that there's actually another way of accomplishing X. Or four, they just don't see you as being the person to get certain things done. And that is the ticklish one. Sometimes people discourage you because they have no confidence in you. It's sad, but that is the reality. Sometimes people go out of their way to tell us, don't do this, don't do that, because they don't have the confidence in us. And to go even deeper, they don't have confidence in us because they don't have confidence in themselves. And quite frankly, that's none of our business. If you don't see me as fit for doing something, that should motivate us to do it even the more and to make sure we do it well to show them it is possible. Whether you like it or not, it is very much possible. Not everyone is going to be all supportive when we tell people, you know, we're praying and we're taking instructions from the word of God. And not everyone is going to get that. And not everyone deserves that sort of intel. So you don't need to go into explaining that you prayed to God and asked him how to do this and he showed you the way. No, don't even tell them what you're planning to do. You keep your plans to yourself, accomplish it. And then when the time is right, they will see for themselves what it is that you've been working on. You don't need to go announcing something before it happens. That's how you kill it sometimes. People attach their fears. People attach their insecurities. They attach all sorts of things when we tell them ahead of time, when we tell them before the ink is dried on the contract. You know what I'm saying? So in talking to you, I'm also telling myself, say less. Say less. Again, if people want to talk, let them talk. Just don't let all the chatter pull you in a direction that you had no intentions on going. It's bad enough that we already have to contend with our own self-inflicted doubts and fears. So let's not add to that by letting other people's opinions, which aren't facts by the way, take up space in our mind. The only opinion that matters and the only advice we should follow is God's. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Notice Self Diaries. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know on Instagram. You can follow me at Her Candid Life and you can DM me and let me know what you thought about today's episode. For more great episodes, be sure to subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts. And if Google is more your vibe, you can find the show on Google Podcasts as well. And it is also on Podbean. Until our next episode, take care.